Today, I will share my experience going through Michael Hyatt's KISS activity he mentioned in yesterday's episode on setting goals. What do we want to keep doing? What do we want to improve upon? What do we want to stop doing? And what do we want to start doing? And my hope is that by hearing about my specific experience, it's going to lead you to have aha moments of your own. I'm about to start the show. Maker, welcome to a special deep dive episode of the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I'm your host, April Sunshine Hawkins, and it's just you and me. And today I will share my experience going through Michael Hyatt's KISS activity he mentioned in yesterday's episode on setting goals. And my hope is that by hearing about my specific experience, it's going to lead you to have aha moments of your own. So a quick breakdown of what the KISS activity is, is This is something that you do after a year or after a big project launch or after you've tried something new and you're wondering, hey, what do we want to keep doing? What do we want to improve upon? What do we want to stop doing? And what do we want to start doing? And what you do is you just take a piece of paper or one of those really large post-it note sticky pad things and you draw four quadrants, right? Just horizontal line and a vertical line on your piece of paper. And then you put the K-I-S-S, keep, improve, stop, start. And then you start your conversation with your team, with yourself, with your partner, and you determine, okay, who wants to start? And you can start anywhere. You can start in any of the four quadrants about what do you want to keep, improve, start, or stop as it relates to the specific project. So I'm going to be sharing because I did this with my husband, my partner, Brent, and I know that this is a personal life example, but by being specific in my personal life example, I'm hoping that your mind can really be open and think this through your own marketing lens and how you would want to be doing this with yourself, with your partner, with your marketing team and figuring out, okay, what do we want to keep doing? What do we want to improve? we want to stop? What do we want to start? And just the observations that come after doing an activity like this. So I want to give just a little quick background on Brent and myself, uh, just so that you can picture the two of us sitting down together in our home in Nashville doing this activity. Brent and I, we were college friends who fell in love. We've been married for 18 years, and we are opposites in many, many ways. And like all relationships, we really learn a lot by doing life together. It's not always easy. We've been through tough seasons, and we've also experienced some of the most amazing highs that you can have in life together, just like so many of you out there with your friendships, your partnerships, all of that. Um, We have no kids and no pets by choice, and we travel quite a bit, and we also love our routines at home when we are in Nashville. So rather than give you all of the specifics around each item in each of our boxes, 
I'm going to give you some observations that I had that really led me to have a lot of clarity. So, you know, imagine that we've completed our KISS activity. We're looking at our, you know, lists in each of the boxes. And I am having some aha moments and some big observations. So one of the first ones I noticed was that we started with things that we really wanted to improve upon. And that's a really common thing for us to do. <laughs> Even when we're not doing this activity, we lean pretty hard in just making incremental improvements upon our life. We do a lot of cleaning out <laughs> of closets, of drawers, of just different areas and making our office spaces more efficient and more comfortable for us because we both work at home quite a bit. And so we started with things we wanted to improve upon and we had a lot of things in that box. So then another observation that I had was that many of the items we came up with really aligned around our values. And we had determined what our values were earlier this year when we worked with somebody who was a therapist and a financial advisor. <laughs> like this combo was exactly what I was looking for. And I was so happy we talked with her. Shout out, Sonia. So grateful for you. So Sonia helped us figure out what our shared values were. And uh, we landed upon healthy and connected, peaceful and present and balanced adventure. And so as we were determining which of these items in our improve or start boxes do we want to like give a green light to, do we want to like tackle first, we looked to our values and we thought, okay, well, which of these items are going to help us be the most healthy and connected? And then those got like a star next to them as we were combing through them. Then we went through and said, okay, which of these are gonna help us be peaceful and present? And then those also received a star. And that really helped us narrow our list down and not feel so overwhelmed with, well, now that we've made this list, it's a to-do list and we have to do every single thing on this list. No, we really could filter it through our values. And so if you are somebody who has determined what your values are as an organization, then that is something that can also help you pare down the items in each of the boxes. Now, another observation was that there aren't very many things in the stop category, <laughs> which really led us to acknowledge that we need to be mindful of the things that we're going to start. Because if we start too many new things, we're going to move out of that peaceful present or balanced adventure value that we have. The only thing that we put that we were going to stop is we were like, we want to stop traveling in April and October. In those months, it's the most beautiful time of year here in Nashville, and we want to be in Nashville, and we want to host people to come visit us in Nashville during those months. So we've really got to stop planning travel, <laughs> unless I'm going out to speak for a workshop or teach a workshop. That was one of the things we chose to stop doing, which, of course, opens us up to doing more of the things that we really want to do. 
So then another thing that I did after this was I got really curious. I wanted to know, are any of these items that have been added to this list, are they being added by a part of me that has an agenda? Am I trying to force some sort of agenda? Is there some sort of manager part inside of me coming forth and being like, we better do this because if we don't, we're going to be in a tough spot or in a pickle. And that curiosity can really lead me to understanding what fear is kind of hanging out behind that agenda. And as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, I have a part that's really resistant to making goals because in the past, I've really pushed myself too hard and I have burned out. I don't know if any of you out there can relate to this part, but I definitely have this part. And so I get curious about this part that pushes. Its agenda is to push me as hard as it can. The way that I feel this part in and around my body is by a pushing sensation on my back as if I've slowed down and it's pushing me to keep on running, keep moving. And I know that this part has the best intentions for me. I mean, it is truly helped me. It's helped me go to college and then become a teacher and a fitness instructor and a nonprofit leader and a marketing and story expert. However, when part of me gets really scared that I'm not good enough and I'm not doing enough, then this coach will step in and really can become overbearing and controlling. And it will push me to my limits. And at times I've allowed it to push me well past my limits. And then there's going to be parts that rush in and want to tell me to tell the coach to back off. (laughs) And if I'm still activated by my not enoughness part, the one that's really scared, then my coach is not going to relent. It's not going to get out of the driver's seat of my life. And I must step in and remind these parts that I am enough. I have enough. I'm doing enough. And that is easier said than done for me, right? I'm sure it is for you too. Whenever a part that has an agenda is in the driver's seat of your life, it is really hard to step into that calm place and go, hey, thank you so much for driving. I get why you're here, but I'm going to need you to slide out of the driver's seat and allow me to lead us where we need to go. And so when I slow down and when I tap into the calm, that is where things are really more clear. And I can lavish compassion upon these parts so that they don't have to feel those feelings of never achieving enough. And I get to know them and I tell them, hey, I'm here. We can get creative with our approach. And I can also update this scared part and let them know we literally do not have to do anything in order to receive love. It's always available. And this will provide some relief. And when I have the confidence to lead my scared parts in this way, this unburdens the coach part from being so overbearing. It doesn't feel like it has to get into the driver's seat. And so I asked the coach what he would rather be doing than just push, 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 pushing me. 
And the response is that he would really rather play an advisor role rather than being my adversary. So I'm so excited to let my coach part help guide me this year. And together, we can take a look at this list I co-created with Brent and determine what gets the green light and what can wait for another day. And if this parts language I've been using has been resonating with you, feel free to look into internal family systems. I've taken their online course. I currently work with a coach. Brent and I see a couples therapist that uses this model. And I've also been using it to help others get to know their parts. And it's also okay if you have parts that reject what I'm saying or are super skeptical. Those parts are welcome to be present as they're just here to protect you. So as the creator of IFS, Dick Schwartz always says, there are no bad parts. So today's actionable steps are go ahead and complete this KISS activity from Michael Hyatt, the keep, improve, stop, and start around some sort of project that has been going on around your marketing efforts. And then step back and notice what is coming up. If part of you is pushing for some sort of agenda, get curious about it and start getting to know what this part might be protecting you from. Let your curiosity lead to compassion so that you can extend love and grace and you can get creative with your approach. Maybe there's a way that this part cannot have to act so extreme with its agenda and instead can move into a more helpful role, maybe as a guide in your life. And if you're stuck, try connecting with someone. Like yesterday, whenever I was talking with JJ, my part that feels all that pressure from the coach and is scared and voiced its concern, well, JJ was able to talk about his approach. And as my parts heard what he was saying and being reminded of the truth of what he was saying, my inner turmoil was calmed down. My coach didn't feel like it had to run the full court press. Hopefully you have some people on your team or in your circles who can do the same for you. Well, that's all for this deep dive episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you found this episode valuable, please rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Stop me, you cannot stop me.